Well, this story is a wild one, and it has to do with hippos that are descendants, three females, one male. They were illegally imported in 91, I believe, by drug cartel leader Pablo Escobar. So they then escaped following his death in 1993, and they have been reproducing in the wild. They have become an invasive species. They are known as the cocaine hippos, and they are causing a lot of damage in that part of the world. Elliot Dornbos joins us now, senior lecturer in criminology at Nottingham University. Thank you so much for taking some time this morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, This story is just, uh, even reading through the details, it's a a very, very strange one. What are your thoughts on the fact that here we are this many years later and dealing with these uh, cocaine hippos, as they are often referred to, and causing a lot of damage uh, in uh, in this part of the world? Yeah, it's a really fascinating case. Obviously, like like you were saying, um, Escobar purchased them, and then when he died... um, they took all the animals out of the private his private zoo, other than the hippos, because obviously they're quite large and difficult to move. And then, you know, they've just been growing ever since. Um, in I think is it 2006 when they first went back, they were there were 16 hippos. And what uh, I think report from this week was they don't know exactly, but they think there's over 200 now. And you know. I, Obviously, hippos are lovely and brilliant, but they are, it's an incredibly difficult situation because, you know, they can get territorial. There has been property damage. Um, sadly, one got hit by a car or a truck the other week um, as well. So with the population growing, it's incredibly difficult to handle. Um, and it's a really complicated situation that obviously is globally like everyone's hearing about it. So, yeah. And the the size, like you said, the the number of these hippos is much greater than people thought before. They're getting into uh, the Magdalena River system where uh, they've been reproducing, we're understanding, and also having a, a pretty negative impact on the ecosystem there. So, so how do you even begin to deal with an out-of-control, invasive hippo population? So it, it's difficultly, I think, is the answer. <laughs> Um, so they're looking at a lot of different options. So they were only officially declared as an invasive species in last year in 2022. Um, a few years, well, I say a few, in 2009, um, three of the hippos were causing a bit of, tro- I think, <laughs> a bit of trouble. And so they were, there was an initial, an attempt at a cull, um, a hippo, I think they, if colloquially they called the hippo Pepe was killed. Um, and that was like met with huge, like international and local sort of outrage, um, and so since then, there's been a lot of different discussions. They're looking at everything from, um, well, they're looking, they're looking at everything from sort of sterilization of the male hippos, um, of the female hippos. Um, they've been looking at potentially relocating them. I think there was a plan that was um, hit, hit the media um, a few months ago about um, that's trying to move 70 of them to um, sanctuaries in Mexico and India just to kind of try and level sort of the population off a little bit. Um, they've been looking at, you know, um, you know, lots of different uh, methods, but they're likely going to have to use lots or like, you know, more than one. Um, obviously, it's an incredibly, you know, complicated situation and it's really easy for um, everyone to sort of say, oh, we shouldn't have to um, sort of euthanize any of them. But obviously we don't live next to, you know, a hippo. And so it's, um, you know, there's 
probably going to have to be a combination of this sort of fertility control, of relocation, of, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, sadly, euthanasia. But, yeah, it's a tricky one. And I understand, too, so the Colombian government has tried to do some of these things in the past, uh, trying to address the issue with uh, the things that you mentioned as far as uh, contraception or sterilization. I mean, these animals, though, from what I understand, they can weigh up to 9,000 pounds. Uh, I don't want to be the person that's in charge of the the contraception program or the, the sterilization program for these hippos. Oh, you're, yeah, you're completely right. Um, they're incredibly territorial, you know, obviously... They're quite a dangerous animal as well. Um, and so there are a lot of risks for the people involved. You know, then we're brilliant, you know, brilliant minds involved with this. But, um, you know, if you're trying to, um, you know, put a dart gun into a hippo, um, obviously that's quite dangerous. And in particular, if you're trying to put, say, um, like get a male hippo out of the um, water so you can um, castrate it. Um, obviously there might be other hippos around, so it creates a lot of dangers for the people involved. In addition to it all being, whatever option that they're looking at, they're incredibly expensive with um, some of the stuff like relocation, um, potentially going to cost millions. Right, and and certainly I I know the Colombian government has been talking about that and saying that exactly that, 3.5 million in some case, even just to move 70 of these hippos. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, and what you've kind of touched on, uh, there are predictions that unless some of these steps are taken and, and a very bold move is made, that as the population grows, it could be more than 1,500, which sounds like that would be very problematic. Yeah, loads of different estimates from um, some conservationists surrounding this with, you know, the population is reaching over a thousand, which would be incredibly dangerous for the environment. Um, Looting some of the rivers, you know, they pose a lot of risks to people. Um, Fortunately, nobody has been killed. I know there's been reports of some um, some people being injured and property damage. Um, But it's, you know, it's it is risky if these, uh, unfortunately, if um, the population keeps increasing. And I think, that, yeah, obviously, personally, it's a difficulty because when you look at a lot of other invasive species, they're managed in very different ways. But I think the attention, and it's you know, arguably a good thing, means that they are considering um, lots of different options as well as just sort of euthanasia and stuff like that. But like I said, it's probably going to be a combination of different methods that are used here. Right. And and I'm sure they're looking at this now thinking, ooh, it would have been much better had we done something earlier on and stopped this before things got out of control. And like you said as well, mm-hmm. anytime we talk about euthanizing an animal or culling a herd, there are people that, that question that. But it does seem in this case, I, I've seen people say, well, what's the big deal? Just let them go and, and let them become uh, that they're, they just live in this river system. But it sounds like that really mm-hmm. isn't an option either. Uh, it's... <laughs> Again, it's yeah, like you said, it's you know, everybody involved in these sort of situated conversations are incredibly passionate. And the issue you have though is, you know, like I like I don't live next to a hippo and unless you're in that situation living near an animal that is, you know, potentially incredibly dangerous, you know, it's difficult. So I know they're exploring options like fencing and, you know, keeping people away from them. And I know there's been sort of um, like reports of like locals using like certain areas when the hippos aren't there. But it's sadly, um, you know, know, likely to have have to involve some form of euthanasia as well as volatility to control um, to keep the numbers, you know, 
at a level which doesn't pose a risk to the environment and to the people in the region. Um, so, yeah. Well, it's uh, just such a, a bizarre story. We'll continue following along with that. Elliot Dornboss, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure.